us pray. Ride on, King Jesus. Amen. During my college years, I worked as a church choir director at a large United Methodist congregation in downtown Frederick. Now, this was a large congregation that loved music, so they were fortunate enough to have not one but two regular Sunday morning choirs, which meant that their two worship services always had a choir leading one of them. The main music director and organist led the traditional choir, singing historical, classical style, sacred and chamber music, and I led the gospel choir. I bet you're a little bit shocked by that one now, aren't you? Our literature consisted of gospel songs, spirituals, and arrangements therein. Music has the power to shape us, I believe. And in these times of worship via live stream, it is the greatest gift that we can offer one another. I see many Facebook videos of people singing evening prayer to the world, hosting watch parties of Broadway tunes, and even creating montages where each person plays or sings their own part at home. But through the wonders of technology, a full choir or orchestra appears on your screen, Brady Bunch style, and sounds as if they were all together in one place, bringing to life music we never dreamed we would hear again. Music has the power to shape us to capture our great grief in these times when we have no words for each day's rising death toll and our failure to make rapid testing available as a nation. And music also captures our deepest hopes and optimism that those laboring in the ER and over vaccine research will produce a miracle that our daily walks through our neighborhoods will have us valuing another human face or the companionship of a bird more deeply than we ever thought possible. I don't know about you, but when certain events happen in life or I hear about something going on in the world, a certain piece of music always comes into my mind. When I hear the story of Jesus parading into Jerusalem on this Palm Sunday, I think about my childhood church choir singing the palms as everyone waved their branches, a kind of lightness in the air. Perhaps that is the same for you, and that is why we picked our opening hymn. But then, because of my years as the gospel choir director, when I think of where this parade is going over this Holy Week and the triumphant nature of the ride, really near defiance in the face of the oppressor, in the face of Caesar, who normally would have been the one the people greeted with, Hosanna, save us. When I think of how Jesus entered on a donkey and not on the traditional war horse of the royal guard, I think of that old spiritual, ride on King Jesus. Ride on King Jesus, no man can hinder thee. It's not so much sung as it is shouted, with that bass drum stomping out the procession of Jesus from the Mount of Olives down to Jerusalem, the capital city, the city that kills the prophets, the city where Jesus will be crucified. Ride on, the choir exclaims in that song, shouts in their biggest voice, for no one can stop what is about to happen there. And what happens at the end of this procession is both bad and good, now isn't it? The death and the resurrection, the suffering and the wiping away of tears. Somehow this procession, this day at the beginning of a holy week, lets us know we need them both. 
Today is a big day for processions in the church under normal circumstances. Little children would be waving their branches, teenagers teaching the younger ones how to make those palm crosses, everyone shouting hosannas, and then the cross up in front leading us all. We miss that today. We grieve so many things that are lost in these times that we will not get back in the same way again. Even the palms we ordered were not delivered because the florist was shut down. How can we have then a day of procession, a Palm Sunday, a ride on King Jesus kind of Sunday now? I was thinking this over and I realized I have been in or seen a lot of processions in my lifetime. Maybe it's the nature of my profession, but I have a front row seat to moments like brides coming down the aisle, the end of a long procession of bridesmaids and rose petals. The air is lighter for a moment as everyone stands and snaps pictures worth a thousand words. On the other end are the funerals, of which I am the leader of the procession, the pastor always positioned right in front of the casket, leading the deceased and the loved ones to the graveside. Not all processions lead to joy, and sometimes the air is heavy with grief. I have shown up to the hospital when someone has died, meeting the family teary-eyed and dumbfounded in the waiting room, and then somberly walking the hallway together down to their mother or wife's room. We know what awaits us on the other side of that procession, and yet we must go anyway. I have been in more joyous yet unexpected processions too, like the times I walk with a member after surgery around their rehab floor in a parade of nurses and aides while others pop out of their doorways to greet him or her and cheer them on and congratulate them on their recovery. It feels strikingly like Palm Sunday. Ride on, they cheer. Of course, like you, I have participated in many other processions, like the first day of school parade, where every parent in our neighborhood and grandparent and neighbor walks the street to the school with their child, everyone waving at each other and wishing them a great first day. Maybe it's the parade of buses going by your street, but the waves are the same as are the cheers. And it is an anxious time for many parents and kids alike. And the day may be good or bad in reality. All those new people and finding your locker. But don't we all say the same thing as the procession goes by? Ride on. And then there are the graduations. Oh, how this class will miss out on that beautiful parade of celebration, of honoring all they have achieved, of sending them out into the world. I remember going to my first high school graduation with my parents when my brother graduated and when those young men and women marched into the gymnasium that day, all the grown men in the room cried. Even my father cried and he tried to cover it up, of course. But weren't his tears simply calling out, ride on. All those processions we know and love are not taking place and they probably will not happen for a while. And yet I see others happening all around us. Do you? I was out walking with the kids last week, and I swear I saw a procession clear as a bell. It was the first warm day we had in a while. The sun was out for the first time in a long time. 
Up over the hill I saw it, on the road heading out of town, four Harleys riding right in a row, a parade of bikers. I waved at them like a crazy person, ride on despite it all, I thought. It reminds me of the parade that must be going on up and down 81. The truckers bringing supplies and working those long hours. The ones we all thank every time our groceries are stocked when we whisper, ride on. I see another processioning happening every day. The parade of medical workers getting into their cars and driving to work, walking through the hospital doors or into the homes of the sick and recovering knowing the procession will take them where they do not want to go, but they go anyway. I see them one after the other scrubbing their hands and donning their face masks, greeting patients scared half to death with calming voices despite their own fears inside. And when I see them on that parade route, it's like I have seen Jesus himself riding in triumph, riding in defiance, even though the worst awaits. I see the whole world waving at them, even if it's from their own TV screens, and they are shouting, ride on. There are processions happening this Palm Sunday after all, and there are others, many, many others of which we are a part. Oh, we may think we are not participating in the processions. We can't leave our homes. How could we possibly be in a parade on this day? But we are. We are part of a long line of processions. Every time we make a call to check on our neighbors, every time we leave the groceries on the doorstep of our elderly parents, every time we send a birthday card to someone celebrating alone, we are part every time we teachers figure out how to get our classes on Zoom so they can see each other's faces, or we get our extended family playing Pictionary the same way. Every time we struggle with our kids' online homework, but also delight in their laughter right next to us in the middle of the day. These may seem like small things, but they are important, significant things, without which the procession of Christ through our hospitals and our towns and our hearts would not be possible. After all, what was the disciples' part in Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem? You remember they were on donkey detail. They were sent to the donkey traders to stand in the muck and the mire to secure a donkey and a colt for the parade to even happen. Not a significant job, they thought. Not a grand life-changing ministry calling getting the donkey. And yet, there would not have been a parade without it. There is a grand procession that happens here every week. It is only eight to nine people for health reasons, packing and sorting and running supplies and food out to people's cars. It may seem terribly small in the face of great need that is happening right now in our community, but it is making a tremendous difference. Just this last Wednesday, we were able to pack a meal and give out needed supplies like toilet paper to 72 people alone, people who are known to us, people who come to our weekly meal. And on top of that, we assist the school district packing up the same things for 58 others that don't have transportation to the free meal that they provide so that those goods can be delivered right to their doorstep. Many of you wish you could help. I have heard that firsthand. But I am here to tell you 
There are not eight to nine people here every week in this procession. There is a much longer line for every single member of Grace Church is behind this and making it possible, cheering us on with a shout, Ride on, King Jesus. Friends, on this Palm Sunday, I think we may be a part of Christ's triumphal procession more than ever before. The one that is going full on to the cross of suffering in defiance because we know what lies on the other side, an empty tomb. It reminds me of that verse from our gospel song, Ride on King Jesus. In that great getting up morning, in that great getting up morning, fare thee well, fare thee well. Today, fare thee well, my friends, and you ride on, ride on. Amen.